Good morning, good evening, and good night to everybody. How is it going? I hope you're all doing well. Welcome to another episode of Wage and Check. I'm your host, Mo Money. And let's just get straight into the vibes. Um, I hope you're all doing very well. Um, hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Winnie the Ryan, Wage and Check. And let me know you're listening. I'd love to say hello. And I post updates especially on facebook i post updates about the podcast and so definitely hit me up and let me know that you're listening um so let's just jump into this shall we we're gonna go full throttle uh song of the week we got okay so backstory (laughs) so there's a lot of trends on tiktok right like a lot of trends one of them being um anime edits to like a really hardcore song that just really gets you like pumped up right and one of these trends brought memories back from middle school or I guess technically I was like nine when the song came out but it brought back the memories that I forgot I had can you feel my heart by bring me the horizon when I tell you guys that this trend started going around and I kept seeing the song everywhere on all the anime edits, I was like, pause. Because I remember hearing this when I was like nine, ten years old. And I, at first I was like, I'm like, even still, I'm not a huge Screamo fan. Um... And that hasn't changed since I was a kid. I call it dinosaur music because they roar like dinosaurs. (laughs) But I was never really a fan of it back then and I'm still not. But when I heard the song again, I was like, dang, bro. The song was a friggin' banger. So I added it to one of my playlists and I just blast it in the car. And call me a thick fan. Please roast me. But I mean, hey, that's one more person to support your faves. Am I right? <laughs> um, huge, huge fan of the song, though. Not going to lie. It really just gets me in the mood. It makes me feel like I could beat Thanos, you know? Speaking of, oh my god, WandaVision, you guys. The last episode is on Friday. I cannot. I can't. I can't. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm so shook right now. I don't know what to think. I was crying. And I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think. Anyways, moving on. Movie of the week is Judas and the Black Messiah. So I'm a huge Daniel Cal... Cal- oh my god, I can't even freaking talk. I'm a huge Daniel Calula. Crap. Kaluya. Kaluya. Right? I'm a big Daniel Cal... Luya fan. I don't know why that's so hard for me to say. Um, and so, I mean, since since Get Out, I've just been a huge fan of this guy. He's so gorgeous, and I'm in love with him. And then Black Panther came out, and he was like, "Oh." And then this movie, and I'm just like, "Was there another thing that I've seen him in?" I think it's really only been like those were the big three. Anyways. Huge fan of the guy. I was just like, wow, wow, I have to watch this. Um, So I watched it because he's in it. (laughs) And um, Lakeith Stanfield, 
is also in it and he was in a movie with um Issa Rae they were in like a the photograph I think it was called it was like a Valentine's Day movie last year um so they're both in it and it's basically about the life of Fred Hampton who was the leader of like he started the Panthers or something like that I'm not too sure um I know that he was a big influencer in the Black Panther Party back in the day. So, it's basically about his life and that undercover FBI agent who was basically selling secrets to the FBI by pretending to also be in the Black Panthers. So, it's about them, um, Bill O'Neill and Fred Hampton. They are real people. It is a real story. Um, It was kind of sad. I didn't know about Fred Hampton prior to this movie. Um... I think that's really important with movies too um it's important to see a film and then be intrigued by the story because it's based on a true story and then you go home and do your research later so I didn't know about Freddie Hampton I mean it's just not something that it's not somebody that we learn about in school which is unfortunate um but after watching the movie I was just like dang that I, I can't even begin to imagine his girl was pregnant too um when he died and so sadly their baby grew up without a dad and it just makes me kind of sad um it definitely reminded me of brianna taylor though because at the end of the movie um fred hampton dies when he's drugged and he's asleep and so he's like passed out when the cops fbi whoever shoot him and it reminds me of Breonna Taylor because Breonna Taylor also died in her sleep. And it's just like, damn. These people really be going through hell on earth. And my heart really goes out to people of color, you know. With our my, my Asian elders are going through a lot right now with anti-Asian hate crimes. And um, Black Lives Matter. I mean, the, there's just always some... There's always something happening to people of color and it's really unfortunate and I think seeing it on screen is very important because it is putting the word out there and like I said I didn't know about Fred Hampton prior to this movie but after the watching it I went home and I did my own research and I looked more into it so it's like it's important to have movies like this that are based on true stories because then you can go home after and educate yourself you know because we don't learn about this stuff in school we don't and so maybe in like one paragraph you know like when you learn about civil rights and all that you learn about mlk jr and that's it you don't learn about anybody else so like how are we supposed to know about these kind of people you know that are very significant in history so i think it's really important to have movies like this that are based on true stories so that we can later go home and do research on it and educate ourselves about it and because it was a very big part of our history it was and so um so it was a really good movie judas and the black messiah i was texting my sister though and no hate to lakeith but every single movie I've seen him in, he just seems like he's high the whole time. And, like, the movie that he did with Issa Rae, I think that was the only movie that I've seen him in. i only really seen him in these two movies. But, and he had, like, the smallest part in, like, Get Out, I think. He was one of the 
minions or whatever they were called. The one of the candidates, <laughs> if you may. Um. <laughs> anyways, um, I've only really seen him in these two movies, and but he just oh even like when watching interviews about him and Issa Rae, because I loved their chemistry, and I think it was called the photograph. I'm pretty sure. Um. But even, like, watching their interviews, <laughs> it just seems like he's high the whole time. Oh, he was in Knives Out. Oh, that's right. That's right. He was the he was the detective or he was helping the detective. That's right. I forgot he was in that movie. So I've seen three movies with him in it. And then, yeah, The Photograph is what it was called. So I was watching interviews about him and Issa Rae from The Photograph because I loved them together. They were so cute. And he just really seems like he's high the whole time. <laughs> But he's not a bad actor. I, he's a great actor. He's just, he just always seems like he's high. <laughs> so when I was watching Judas and the Black Messiah, and I was like, yeah, this guy definitely, I mean, he probably was, but <laughs> he's not a bad actor. I'm not saying he's a bad actor. I'm just saying that he just always seems like he's high. <laughs> but um, it was a super good movie. It was really intense. Um, Lows of the week. So we're taking a huge 180 on topics right now. K-pop was taken off of Spotify. I don't even know if it was Spotify's decision. So there's this whole thing with this company. I forget the name of the company. But basically, Spotify just became available in South Korea where K-pop is originated. And so, um, so they kind of started with the competition and whatever. So K-pop's main, where South Korea's main streaming platform is Melon. So it's like their version of Spotify. And so this music company or whatever, they don't want Spotify taking over like the competition because they, I guess Melon is supposed to be monopolizing the streaming platform industry. So I guess they were upset about Spotify, I guess. And so they removed a bunch of their music off of Spotify. A lot of the larger groups like BTS, NCT, EXO, GOT7, you know, under like the big three and big hit, um, they all, I mean, I looked and all of their stuff's still there, but people like DPR Live, and I checked like Crush and Dean and Hoodie too, because I was like, I swear, if, 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 especially Crush and Hoodie, like, if their music got taken off, I would have died, but they were still there, but, like, small, like, smaller people, like, Luna, I think, Luna, Butterfly got taken off, and I was, like, dang, like, that was a banger, um, and DPR Live, and I'm sure there's a bunch of others, I honestly haven't really dug through it to see who all got taken off, but, and then some people still have music on there, but they only, they just really took off a lot of it. Like, Luna is still on there, but for some reason, a lot of their discography got taken off. And so, I was just really disappointed about that. I was like, dang. It's all, it's all about money, I guess. They just, at the end of the day, they just didn't want Spotify competing with Melon because they wanted Melon to be the main streaming platform. So, I don't even really think it was Spotify's decision. I think it was really that other music company. Not Melon, but I think it's called M. Macau or something like that. K. Macau. I don't remember what the company was called, but anyways. So, I'm just very disappointed in that. And I was just like, um, 
for what though like really so that just really pissed me off <laughs> highlights of the week so i ordered an erwin sticker off of etsy um if you know what i'm talking about you know you if you know you know and it just came in today and it came with another sticker too so i ordered the Le- the erwin sticker and it came with a levi sticker and it's so adorable and then it came with like two pictures and I was like, oh my god, these are so cute. And so uh, I put those on my phone. And they're so precious. I'm in love. I love it. It's so cute. <laughs> so I'm very, I'm very happy I geeked out today. And it's awesome. Um, So what the heck is going on? My neighbors are screaming right now. Like, hello? Anyways. So main topic is consent. And I want to talk about this because, again, if you're a returning listener, you know that the point of this podcast is for me to be, like, that big sister to my listeners and give my advice for things that I've personally gone through and put it out there so that hopefully you can take my advice and not make the same mistakes that I have. So, we're going to talk about consent. (laughs) Um, and I think it's very important to teach both your sons and daughters about this. I don't know why people seem to slut shame women, but they don't like, 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 why is it that if you have a son and a daughter and they go to a party, you tell your daughter, don't leave your drink just sitting around someone could drug you and then you just say have fun bye but you're not telling your son don't take advantage of people and it goes both ways you know girls obviously take advantage of guys too um but i'm saying we need to be teaching everyone about consent it doesn't matter if you just met if you've been dating for three years, if you're married for 20 years, consent is so important. And people just fail to teach their kids that, especially males. So when I say consent, I mean, what is consent, right? Consent, and let's look up the the dictionary because... This is very um, specific or serious topic. So the definition of consent, and this is just dictionary.com. To permit, approve, or agree, comply, or yield, often followed by to or an infinitive. So it's basically agreeing to something so if you're like if you're on a date with somebody and they want to kiss you them asking you first and then you giving them consent is you saying like yeah you can kiss me and so that's consent that's asking for approval before you just you know and again, it doesn't matter if your first date, been dating for 
five years or if you've been married for 20 years, it doesn't matter. Cons- like you, Consent is so important. I saw a post on Reddit and this woman said that she had been married to her husband and she just had her ba- she she had a baby and then she um was about to go back to work she was finishing her maternal leave so she's about to go back to work and her husband he was very old-fashioned he didn't want her going to work he wanted her to be a stay-at-home mom and she said that she's fine with that but she gets bored being home by herself all the time and you know now she has the baby she's not by herself but she said she gets bored being by herself and being at home so she's like I don't mind being a stay-at-home mom but like working is more fulfilling having it going to a job and performing tasks like that it's, it's more fulfilling and so her husband didn't like that he wanted her to stay home so she's on her way back to work and he didn't like that and he throws her on the bed and you know so that she would get pregnant again and have to, you know, take another maternal leave and stay home again because he didn't want her going to work. So he want, he wanted to impregnate her again. And she said, I think I got raped by my husband. And she said keyword think because she, she's under the impression that because you're married – you owe it to that other person and you can't technically rape someone you're married to. But that's not the case at all. Let me say this again. It does not matter if it's the first date, if you've been dating for three years, if you've been married for 20 years. Consent is so important. And so... (laughs) and, And that really broke my heart, you know? She felt like she... She felt like she was being taken advantage of by her husband and she felt like her emotions weren't valid because they were married. And that just really broke my heart and I really feel for her because when you're in a relationship with someone, whether it's subconsciously or consciously, you tend to have these expectations of each other of, oh, well, because we're together, they have to blah, 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 blah. And that's not the case. Again, consent. And so I think it's so important to have these conversations when you first start dating too. Even in just the talking stage, you don't even have to be dating yet. Just have those expectations and have that conversation of this is what I am ready for and blah, 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 blah. These are my expectations. You know, communication is also very important. And that's why I always stress this in past episodes as well like communication is very important and you need to set boundaries and you need to set the expectation and you need to talk about these things with each other and so um moving on though I want to say for the people out there who have gone through these kinds of situations it's not your fault I know it feels like it does and you felt like you're disappointing them by not wanting to do those things and you feel like because you're together you have to please them and do those things but it's not your fault and your feelings are very valid and if you don't want to and they don't like that then goodbye see the door on to the next person 
And then obviously everyone's situation is a lot different. Like you can't just leave like that. I mean, you could be married with multiple kids and you can't just be like, all right, bye. I mean, I get that. But if you have that opportunity to forgive yourself, do it because it's not your fault. And I think forgiving yourself is really important because we blame ourselves and we think we're the problem and we think that it's our fault when it's not. And so I think consent is really important and it's not your fault. Those are the two main things that I want to stick out to you if anything sticks out to you. Um, and again, we need to be teaching this to both males and females. I don't know why people tend to only want to talk to their daughters when they go out to a party or when they get into a relationship. I don't know why this stuff is so fixated on them and not males. And so it's like, we need to be teaching everybody this. We need to be teaching everybody about consent. It doesn't matter what gender they are. It doesn't matter how old they are. Everybody needs to understand the concept of consent because it's so important. I mean, think of it this way. When, I mean, would you like it if someone forced you to do, like, to donate blood? Would you like if someone forced you to donate blood? No. That's something that you would want to volunteer for. That's something that you would want to give consent for. And it's the same thing when it comes to relationships. No one wants to be forced to do anything. And asking over, even if you're not forcing somebody, like physically forcing them, asking over and over and over again, I mean, if they said no the first time, there's you do not need to be constantly asking them over and over and over again because that's not consent. If they, if you ask them over and over again and they finally say yes, that's not consent. <laughs> it's not, it is not consent. If you have to ask them 20 times over for them to finally say yes, it's not consent. If they say no the first time, take it and leave it. And, I mean, it is what it is. There are no ifs, ands, or buts, honestly. And so, again, I want to stress, if you've been in these kinds of situations before, know that you're not alone and it's not your fault. And if you want someone to talk to, again, I mean, reach out to me on Instagram and Twitter or Facebook and I'd love to be there for you and be that comforting uh, person for you and so these kinds of things are really difficult to talk about I know they are and so I'm, I know that you get scared to talk about these things and to admit that you were vulnerable and that you were taken advantage of it's scary to talk about that it's scary to admit that but I won't judge and <laughs> I'm here for you. So definitely let me know if you need someone to talk to you and I'd be, I'd love to talk to you. Um, so I guess we're just going to go ahead and end it there. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoy the rest of your night and the rest of your week. And I hope to hear from you next week. Let me know you're listening and yeah. Thanks again, guys. Love you. Bye. Um, Let's just get into the main topic. I have, uh, this is a sensitive topic that we're going to be talking about. Um, so trigger warning, we're going to be talking about sexual assault 
and harassment and rape. So if that's not something that you really want to listen to, you can end the podcast here. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you next week. Um, But we're going to get a little serious at this topic today.